Hello, and welcome back to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'm dedicating today's podcast to my mother. I said, Mom, you're not listening to my podcast. She said, yes, I am, and you need to say this prayer. And then she mailed it to me. (laughs) Not email, (laughs) regular mail. This is a prayer for all those affected by coronavirus. Lord Jesus, you heal the sick. We pray that the coronavirus that has affected so many in our world can be contained, controlled, and cured. We lift up your mercy, all those affected, all those working hard to study and cure this illness, and all healthcare professionals and emergency management teams that are working day and night to keep us safe. Help us, Lord. Lord Jesus, hear our prayer. Amen. It's awesome. Okay, in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day, untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday and let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight for I can't walk alone. Heavenly Father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created. Every breath I take, every morning I wake, and every moment of every hour I live under your power. Father, I ask you now to touch me with that same power. For if you created me from nothing, you can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit. Cast out anything that should not be in me. Mend what is broken. Root out any unproductive cells. Open any blocked arteries or veins and rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through my body to make new any unhealthy areas so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, Restore me to full health in mind, body, and spirit, so that I may serve you the rest of my life. I ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. I know the Lord is always with me. He is helping me. God's mighty power supports me. Okay, grab your Bibles, and we'll be back for the Proverbs. Okay, today is March 30th, and these are Proverbs 30. These are the sayings of Agar, son of Jacob, an inspired utterance. This man's utterance to Ithiel. I am weary, God, but I can prevail. Surely I am only a brute, not a man. I do not have human understanding. I have not learned wisdom, nor have I attained to the knowledge of the Holy One. Who has gone up to heaven and come down? Whose hands have gathered up the wind? Who has wrapped up the waters in a cloak 
who has established all the ends of the earth. What is his name and what is the name of his son? Surely you know. These are God's instructions for us. Every word of God is flawless. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. Do not add to his words or he will rebuke you and prove you a liar. Two things I ask of you, Lord. Do not refuse me before I die. Keep falsehood and lies far from me. Give me neither poverty nor riches, but give me only my daily bread. Otherwise, I may have too much and disown you and say, who is the Lord? Or I may become poor and steal and so dishonor the name of my God. Do not slander a servant to their master or they will curse you and you will pay for it. There are those who curse their fathers and do not bless their mothers, those who are pure in their own eyes and yet are not cleansed of their filth, those whose eyes are ever so haughty, whose glances are so disdainful, those whose teeth are swords and whose jaws are set with knives to devour the poor from the earth and the needy, from among mankind. The leech has two daughters. Give, give, they cry. There are three things that are never satisfied and four that never say enough. The grave, the barren womb, the land which is never satisfied with water, and fire which never says enough. The eye that mocks a father that scorns an aged mother, will be pecked out by the ravens of the valley, will be eaten by the vultures. There are three things that are too amazing for me and four that I do not understand. The way of an eagle in the sky, the way of a snake on a rock, the way of a ship on the high seas, and the way of a man with a young woman. This is the way of an adulterous woman. She eats and wipes her mouth and says, I've done nothing wrong. Under three things, the earth trembles. Under four, it cannot bear up. A servant who becomes king, a godless fool who gets plenty to eat, a contemptible woman who gets married, and a servant who displaces her, her mistress. Four things on earth are small, yet they are extremely wise. Ants are creatures of little strength, yet they store up their food in the summer. Hyraxes are creatures of little power, yet they make their home in the crags. Locusts have no king, yet they advance together in ranks. A lizard can be caught with the hand, yet is found in king's palaces. There are three things that are stately in their stride, four that move with stately bearing. A lion, mighty among beasts, who retreats before nothing. A strutting rooster, a he-goat, and a king secure against revolt. If you play the fool and exalt yourself, or if you plan evil, clap your hand over your mouth. For as churning cream produces butter, and as twisting the nose produces blood, so stirring up anger produces strife. 
please listen to God. There's some good nuggets in there. Okay, In Touch Magazine, God's will and prayer. Certain aspects of God are beyond our full understanding, and one of them is how he uses our prayers to work out his will. Although he is the sovereign, omnipotent, all-knowing God who needs no one's help, he has chosen to allow us to participate in the achievement of his divine plans through our prayers. Nehemiah was moved to pray after hearing about the hardships of the Jews who returned to Jerusalem following Babylonian captivity. At one time, he was doing his job as the cupbearer to the king of Persia. But the Lord quickly answered Nehemiah's prayer by paving the way and providing the resources that would allow him to rebuild the wall in Jerusalem. Although we may not see answers as dramatic and obvious when we pray, the Lord still wants us to present our needs and believe that he'll respond in a way that furthers his will for our life. There will be times when we can't perceive any change, but that doesn't mean God is not working everything for our good. And remember, even when we don't pray as we should, the Holy Spirit helps our weakness by interceding for us according to God's will. In case you want to reach out uh, to, to me at this podcast, um, I can be reached at anchor.fm forward slash Pamela hyphen M hyphen S-T-A-T-O-N forward slash support. Anchor.fm forward slash Pamela hyphen M hyphen Staten forward slash support. Hope to hear from you. I do take prayer requests. I'll be right back. And here are God's promises day by day. He knows the way I take. When he has tried me, I shall come forth as gold. The key phrase in that statement is when he has tried me. You see, there is no hurry up process for finding and shaping gold. The process of discovering, processing, purifying, and shaping gold is a lengthy, painstaking process. Affliction is gold in the making for the child of God, and God is the one who determines how long the process takes. He alone is the refiner. God's way, day by day. God will answer. Ask, and you will receive. That joy may be full. When I ask God specifically to let me know if something is right or wrong for me, he gives me an answer. If I have no answer, then I assume that I need to do a little more investigating. I need to wait a while, ask more questions, delve a little deeper, do more research, or probe the situation a little more. Eventually, I will come to a point where I will hear God's clear answer in my spirit. Yes, this is something good for you, or no, this is something to avoid. 
A person who is truly seeking the Lord through daily extensive reading of God's word and through daily prayer and communication with the Lord, desiring to hear God's answers and to know God's definition of goodness, is going to desire and to ask God for the things that are good in his eyes. Amen. Commanding your morning, a daily devotional. Attract the attention of angels. Do you think that I cannot appeal to my father and he will at once send me more than 12 legions of angels? Dear Lord, you give your angels charge over me to keep me in all my ways. Satan comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. But you have come that I may have life and that more abundantly. I will not play into the enemy's hands by giving place to fear and anxiety. I will proclaim your word because your angels respond to your word. According to Psalm 34, let your angels encamp around me now and Lord, deliver me. In Jesus' name, amen. Prayers in the wilderness. Father, I praise you as a sovereign God who always keeps his word and who is the author of my restoration. Just as you crafted my wilderness experience, you are now creating the newness which brings me into another season of my life, a time of joy, enlarged territory, and God-directed purpose. Not only are you showing me your plans for my life, you are blessing me with the desires of my heart. Your word says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things shall be added unto you. As I strive to be obedient and keep you first, I experience joy as you fulfill my wants and my needs. Restoration is visible evidence that trouble does have an expiration date. New things will spring forth for you. All situations, both positive and negative, have an appointed time, and joy does come in the morning. Lord, as you bless me to enter into this new season, I thank you for the experience of my wilderness lessons. No, I did not enjoy the circumstances, but I know I am stronger. I possess the testimony to know what it means to wait on the Lord. I can say it is true. You do provide strength, encouragement, and reassurance. Father, my heart is filled with joy in believing in you, knowing you, depending on you, waiting for you, resting in you, and loving you. Learning to keep you first in my life gives me a spiritual focus. I know as I encounter situations throughout my day, you are with me. I realize moving out of my wilderness season into restoration requires a closer walk with you. Please do not allow me to fall into the trap of independent thinking. Help me to remember my life, my hope, and my future is still in your hands. Let me rejoice and be glad I am not alone. I praise you for your plan for my life 
the privilege of a new season with you. Your love that keeps me, your thoughts of peace and goodness toward me, and the joy of restoration. In the name of Jesus, I give you glory, honor, and praise. Amen. Psalm 30. For his anger is but for a moment. His favor is for life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Isaiah 43. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Wow. John 15. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Amen. I'll be back with God's purposes for your life. God's purposes for your life, saved in all things. He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him over for us all, how will he not also with him freely give us all things? It's never popular to talk about the depth of our destitution and despair before Jesus became our Savior, that we're lost, spiritually dead in our transgressions, separated from God, and on track for the lake of fire. However, it's necessary to think about these things in order for us to appreciate what we've been given and realize the heart with which the Father provided it. God understood the depth of our spiritual poverty and rescued us because of his great love for us. Jesus gave his life because we're precious to him. But if he sacrificed so much for us, how is it that we doubt him in other areas of our lives? Today, accept that Jesus knows what is best for you and he is directing you to take hold of it. He sees beyond what you do to what would truly satisfy your heart and help you experience his abundant life. Therefore, accept that he not only saves you eternally, but also redeems you fully. And if you will trust him, you will see him deliver you in a wonderful way. Jesus, thank you for sacrificing so much for me. I trust you in all things. Amen. God's promise for a fruitful life. The only limit to our realization of tomorrow will be our doubts of today. Let us move forward with strong and active faith. Okay, close your eyes. My daily prayer. Dear God, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind. And with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live but for today, not worrying what's ahead. For I have trust that you will see I get my daily bread. 
Give me courage to face life's trials and not from troubles run. Let me keep this thought in mind, thy will, not mine, be done. And if some wish I do not get, though I have prayed to thee, help me to believe and understand you know what's best for me. I've failed you many times, I know, but when tonight I rest, I hope that I can kneel and say, dear God, I've tried my best. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Just want to share a couple of things. The most valuable thing you can do is pray. God answers your prayer when he's ready and when he knows we are ready. The only place you have to go to for help is Jesus. If you have God as a friend, you don't need anybody else. Have a blessed day. I'll see you tomorrow. Remember to come prepared. Have your place of seclusion. Be ready to focus. I'm just trying to help you pray. It has been my salvation and it has been the gateway to a flood of blessings. So thank you once again that you came to pray with me. So let's get these blessings started.